A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of Get The Belt Podcast. And I'm your host, Miles, and this podcast is home of Melanie Magnificence... And Kingdom of Belts, where any motherfucker can get it, especially after this Valentine's, okay? Right. As you can see, we're somewhere new. We've got a cute little sign. It's my favourite colour, green. Shout out to my nanny. And I'm joined for our first episode back by a special guest by the name of Derek Carter. So we are joined by the fabulous Derek Carter, who has come all the way from the States. Say hello, Derek. Hey, everyone. How are you? Super glad to be here, by the way. Wicked. So you are also CEO of an underwear brand called Carter Wear. Yes, we are. Um, for men and women and, you know... We're still the new kids on the block in the grand scheme of things, but... Are you the new kids on the block? Because I feel like I saw Carter Wear on my Instagram, on my timeline, a few years ago. Like, yeah. it's been about... So it'll be five years this year. Okay, so so in the grand scheme of things... We're still new to kids. Yeah, right? okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I stand corrected, I stand corrected. So obviously it is, um, I don't know about in the States, but here in the UK it's LGBTQ History Month or LGBTQ Month. Um, and so I wanted each episode of this month to have someone from the community, community here. And am I correct in saying you're part of that? Yes, you are. Alphabet Zoo, we love to see it. <laughs> which which alphabet letter are you? So I'm the G. G. Okay, period. Gay. Love to see it. Ooh. This, the next, the game that we've got at the end is going to be fun. <laughs> um, and not only are you black and gay and out and proud, but you're a business owner. And I yes. feel like we rarely see, and I speak about this a lot on the show, black gay men winning at things that aren't predominantly entertainment. Like you, you studied... On our little Instagram live we did, you told us about how you studied, you got your 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 papers and you've really put paper to pen and did the work and have a brand that is based in the States and able to be at the point where you're now here in London town right. with your pop-up shop, with customers like me. I didn't I never met you before, I didn't know who you were, but I know about your brand <laughs> and I'm a little old me on the other side of the world. Like that's magnificence to me i think that's great so round of applause to you as thank well. you i appreciate it i really do but yeah i mean that's 
just a testament to like all the work that me and my team have put in to mm-hmm. make all of this happen. And it's still a very surreal moment that I'm humbled by and still try to take in mm-hmm. every step of the way. Uh, but yeah, it's kind of unbelievable. It's, I literally, you know, like I said, shared with you uh, my academic journey of mm-hmm. just studying marketing and studying finance and studying like supply chain. And I literally uh, didn't know what to do with all those degrees. It didn't make sense. Mm-hmm. But now I feel like in this point in life, like it makes sense. And everything I've ever like studied for, like I use it on a daily basis. So, yeah, the foundation of the company of it, all of this is like a lot of just business studies mm-hmm. and um, marketing, which is super important. And um, you guys market very well. Thank you. Very well. Thank you. Yeah, that's it all lives in my head. So all the campaigns, all everything we roll out from day one, it's all in my head. I feel so. like I'd be good in the campaign. Have you seen my Instagram? <laughs> I have. Have you seen the ass? I have. Period. Look, I, I feel like it would look... I think so. Yeah. I was... <laughs> I was shook. I said, okay. <laughs> it's like, so, we'll we'll yeah. talk about that after. We'll talk about that after. Definitely. Um, earlier on, you said that things weren't making sense, like what to do with all of these like degrees. Now, if you were in our live, you would have seen um, or heard me say to you, one thing I didn't get was after receiving the video of you in your suit. No, yeah. It wasn't a, a suit, but you had like your smart shirt on <laughs> and you were so like, not that you don't, you can be well-spoken and be, you know, the CEO of an underwear brand. But, you know, I was just like, I didn't see the sense and, like, how this guy that seems so together and composed and reserved and quiet and calm and tame was, like, the CEO mm-hmm. and face of Carter Wear, which is not that at all. It's not reserved. It's very much proud, loud, confident. There are nude tones, which we spoke about, the the tones that you wanted to bring, like the colours and stuff, which, mm-hmm. um, you know, they're not bright, fluorescent colours, but they're, they're, they're statement pieces. Yeah. And I didn't get it until you liked one of my pictures on your personal account, because I only had the brand's Instagram. Yes. And then I saw <laughs> Derek's Instagram, and then everything made sense, because, you know, you you was giving... Face, legs, and hips, body. and <laughs> body, body, <laughs> is bodying Derek. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's the double D's are here, and it it, it is what it is. I mean, it's all a I call it a love letter. Like mm-hmm. each post that I do for Carterware is my little love letter, just to show all the supporters of the brand that mm-hmm. like um, I'm willing to be front and center. Um, I'm posting along with everyone else. Yeah. And even though, like, you know, I might have on, like, a formal shirt, like, everyone has different sizes of them. Um, so, you know, it's it's one thing where you may see me in the office. May I like, ask what you have on right now? Oh, uh, just boxer briefs. Just you know? boxer briefs. Oh, yeah, I don't want to do too much. I've got, I've got some good questions about all of that shit, but boxer briefs, okay. Yeah, you know, it's a boxer brief kind of day. It's a little chilly in the UK, so. Yeah. <laughs> I need a but little bit of fabric. It is cold. <laughs> it is cold. Um, so... Before we get into, you know, more details about car to wear and you and your journey, we're going to start off the show as we normally would do. So all the old, like, Get the Belt podcast listeners would know. We always just say, how was your week? Obviously, you've just got off of a flight yesterday. Yes, yesterday morning. How has your week been, Derek? The week has been really good. Mm -hmm. Um, It's been busy, honestly speaking. Um, I'm still in school as well. 
You're so, still studying? Yeah. I'm, you just said you didn't know what to do with all the degrees you had. So what are you doing? Get, getting another one. So I'm getting my doctorate degree. Oh, period. But Come on. I wanted to, I did not want to stop the journey. Like if I start something, I'm going to finish it. Ooh. So, <laughs> so I have to. Um, yes, Derek. I'm at the end of it. So I'll be a doctor by June. But I just need to continue on the journey. So it's been a struggle between meeting homework deadlines yep. and preparing to come here. So. And how old are you? I am 32. I'll be 33 this year. So Same age as me. Yeah. We look good. We do. <laughs> we look we good. Do. <laughs> well, just a quick, like a side note on looking good. Now, you must have heard of the, the saying, black don't crack. Yes. I disagree with that. <laughs> yes. I believe it's my personal opinion Contrary to popular, you know, belief, I believe someone racist made that up. <laughs> and they want to fool every black person into not moisturizing because you're black and it won't crack. Because black cracks. Have you seen Morgan Freeman? I have. Is he cracked? Well. <laughs> okay. And I bet he's been saying black don't crack. He's probably stopped saying it now. Yes. Because, you know, but black does crack. Continue to use your serums. Continue to use your moisturizers. I would shout out some of the serums and moisturizers I'm using, but the brands aren't paying me just yet. <laughs> but when they do, I'll tell you. But yeah, black does crack if you let it. So stay moisturized, stay hydrated. But yeah, no, we look good. You look great, 32. What month? Thank you, you do what as month well. Are you I'm born? December, some Sagittarius. Oh, yeah. I was in love with the Sagittarius. <laughs> yes. Love that song. I love that song okay. as well. So yeah, you know, I am... Um... Yeah, I'll be 33 this year, so I'm just taking it as it comes mm -hmm. and hoping that these fine lines stay fine and yeah. not, you know, get too deep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, that's about it. Good week there, so your, tra your traveling was all good and... Traveling was good. Um, it's a pleasure walking through a different airport for once. Okay. So it's definitely a major difference between, like, U.S. and U.K., mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, overall positive experience so i and can't wait to come back and i haven't even left yet <laughs> i know you only have two days right uh three days three days okay so was there lots of preparation this week or was everything done at prior because obviously you're here for the pop-up store as well which is happening tomorrow yep tomorrow from 12 yeah. to 7 um so yeah we spent the week preparing all of our inventory and mm -hmm. all of our marketing um but you know there's photo shoots that are happening. Mm -hmm. There's a bunch of different initiatives um, that were happening this week. So it, it's been crazy. <laughs> and so I asked you about your week. Obviously, yesterday you were traveling, but yesterday was Valentine's Day. Yes. Did you do anything? Did you have any FaceTimes? Did you get or give or both dick at some <laughs> point? Like, So, no, my time has been really geared around getting ready. I wish I had some another exciting uh, response, but no, I mean... You ain't going on in your DMs or in your in, in your iMessage that you're seeing? No. Are you single? No, so I'm actually... Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, this is like breaking news for everyone. Come on, breaking news. <laughs> but yeah, no, my Valentine's Day was pretty chill. Mm -hmm. I didn't get a chance to do anything special because I was coming here. Okay. So, but yeah, I... um. I will make up for it when I get back to the U.S. I mean, you did say when you start something, you're going to finish it. You no, know, so. listen, I'm, that's true to the core of who I am. Yes. So, you know, I can designate all my attention to that once I, like, get back home. Lit. So. Well, my week was good. My Valentine's Day was a bit shit, can't lie. Things went really off the walls, and I I tried to save it at the end. But you have you heard, 
heard of the saying, you know, you could take a horse to war, but you can't make the bitch drink. Yes. And yeah, my horse wasn't drinking shit. My <laughs> horse was not wanting to drink shit. And I had tried and tried, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to break my back trying to force the thing. But other than that, I got to spend an evening in the penthouse, uh, which was stunning alone, but the views are great. And I've had so many auditions, so many auditions before this, in, before this uh, podcast recording now was breaking my back for Mrs. Doubtfire. Yesterday <laughs> I was singing my throat out for Rent, the musical. Yes. Uh, the day before that, I randomly went on stage for the Book of Mormon. I don't know if you knew, know, but I was in the Book of Mormon in the West End for a long time. I haven't done that show for like six, seven months and they called me back to be like, come. And literally just before you came in here, my agent had called me to say, can you be at the theatre tonight? They've just had someone go off injured. I said, no, I've got a podcast to do, girl. <laughs> but, but how much? But how much? I know. <laughs> Listen, never turn down the check. Right? You <laughs> but they've asked me if I'm if I'm free tomorrow. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm booked tomorrow. But if they sort out the fee, maybe I can change something up. But <laughs> we'll see. But by um, the way, congratulations on all of your success when it comes to... Thank you. Yes, because when I tell you it's not easy, uh, yeah. I've tried that in, in my life and it's not my, it's not my ministry. I've before. I've tried. I've tried. Um, then well, I realized, that makes you sense know, with the creativity in, in, in car to wear. Yeah, definitely. So a lot of that, it all aligns at the end of the day. So mm-hmm. I just wanted to highlight that. Like, congratulations. That's really... To hop back into that and not miss a beat is a big deal. So I mean, there was one beat I did miss, and it was the head, but they changed that choreo with this new cast. Okay. There's part in the show where they go, well, in my cast, in my years, we would go, we will listen to the fat white guy. But this lot go, we will listen to the fat white guy. So when we're in this little circle in the center of the stage, mm-hmm. everyone did it later, and I was the first one to do that by myself gotcha. so sore thumb but it was quick it, it was quick and over and done with but otherwise every note every harmony line every bit of choreo I ate it that's uh, good that's good I was proud of myself and I did post on my Instagram a long video where I was bigging myself up and I've never ever done anything like that and I was scared people were going to think I'm bragging but I was fucking bragging and I deserve to brag for sure and have my own little not Kanye moment but took my shit because it's always all promote other people big up other people but I feel like what I did the other day could be seen as um, big headed or it could just be seen as self affirmation and another form of self love yeah. it's not like I go around doing that every single day right but, but sometimes you have to like remind yourself yeah you have and to remind yourself. these niggas because they be sleeping on me sometimes and that's the one thing you can't let happen never no, 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 I, still, <laughs> I still got it <laughs> Wicked. Well, let's jump straight into uh, Word of the Week. Even though you've already fucking inspired us with like your age and what you're doing and how you've manifested this brand and now you're in London doing the, your big one. But what is your Word of the Week this week, Derek? I will say the Word of the Week is just free. F-R-E-E. Okay. And this is a little deep. But I'm. We love getting deep on the. Podcast. I'm at the point in my life where I am freeing myself from things that used to hold me down or scare me or allow me to feel some type of like bondage. Not, in the, not in the sexual way, but you know. Yeah, no, I'm not so, even. I wasn't even there, but now I'm. Yeah, so I'm with you on that. Giving yourself permission to be free to be yourself. Mm. Giving yourself permission to. In what sense do you mean by giving yourself freedom to be yourself? Meaning, 
sometimes I feel like we hold ourselves back when it comes from fully expressing ourselves, okay. even as adults, like full grown adults, because mm-hmm. you maybe you're apprehensive about what others may think or how people will react to it. But I'm just kind of at the space in life where I feel like it's okay to do those things and fully be yourself and like live in who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. That's why I think like free is the perfect word to like describe that. So I've been on that journey this past week mm. and really just kind of like letting go. Do you mind sharing with us, like, what happened that made you have that inner conversation with yourself about I'm going to start being more free? What what triggered that? Really, this whole um, experience of a pop-up tour we're doing for Carterware, mm-hmm. um, I felt a sense of, I want to say, I felt a sense of just being, not compromised, but not fully being like who I would want to be when it comes to being with the company. Well, creating the company, if that makes sense. So um, to elaborate, I felt as though I wasn't fully expressing myself when it comes to like how we do our marketing, how we do our photos. Everything was kind of very contained. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to like flip the script and try something different, you know, blur the lines between masculinity and femininity. Mm -hmm. So those are the kind of things that I'm discovering within myself and allowing myself to freely, like, express that. Yeah. So, hence, you know, some of our marketing now blurs the lines a little more than they typically do. You know, we all have those two sides to us. Uh, We all have those two sides to us. But I feel like, um, in a sense, um, sometimes it's not always celebrated in the space, if Mm. that makes sense. So it's kind of like a high-level way of how I'm thinking right now. Yeah, no, I'm it's funny you should say that and um because I think I'm I'm on my way to having that realization. I feel like I've had that realization once before and I feel like we can have realizations and probably the same ones over and over again in our lives because you know we're always learning, we're always growing, we're always becoming different. So if you're becoming a different person every few years or every few months or whatnot, then you will probably can you, sorry, can you shut him? Then you will probably, if you're becoming a different person every year or every few months, then you will have to get to know that part of you and then let it happen and let that be free with that. And if it's something new, you can't just, well, maybe some people could discover something new about themselves and straight away do it. But you'll always be learning more about yourself and then where depending on where you are in your life and the social circles you're in and what job you're in and what stage and etc you'll find out if you're able to off the bat just be that mm-hmm. and i and i'm finding that i'm in a point in my life where i'm not able to be who i am because of certain situations and i want to free myself again and yeah so it's interesting that you should choose that for this word of the week that has definitely resonated with me and I hope it's resonated with yeah. any of our other listeners do you have any like recommendations of how you can do that um I would say give yourself time it's definitely not something you should rush into doing mm-hmm. as long as it doesn't harm anyone else like you're you're not doing anything but fulfilling your mental need mm-hmm. fully but yeah I mean one step at a time like for example um I, like I said, was blurring the lines between being masculine and feminine. Like, a yeah. lot of the poses that I do now is not something I would typically put out there. But, yeah, I mean, slowly going into, you know, 
sharing more of my personal self with everyone with the way that I market now has been helpful. So yeah, it scratches an itch that I never thought I would scratch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's now time for Melanin Magnificence. Who do you give Melanin Magnificence to this week, Derek? So I want to give Melanin Magnificence to a model of Carterware. His name is Welton. Come on, Welton. Yes. I follow Welton on Instagram. (laughs) Yes, I do. I know Welton. He seems lovely. We've not properly met, but... Yes. Handsome boy. And he seems lovely. Yes, very lovely. Um, He has been one of the first um, people that we reached out to to model for the brand back in 2019. So yeah. he's been around for a while. So, mm-hmm. um, But yeah, such a lovely guy. His body is insane. Yeah. Um, he's a model as well. So That makes sense. Yeah. I give it to him. He's like the perfect model for it. So. Um, my melanin magnificence this week goes out to a young lady by the name of Ramel London. Um, she is a radio presenter. TV presenter, um, event curator, host. Uh, She does so much. And she recently um, put on her first ever in-person mainstream awards, mainstream media awards. Um, She did it before online, of which I was really humbled to receive the podcast, best podcast of 2023. Um, And this year she did it. In, in person and had like, audi- uh, not auditioning, she had the nominees come, collect their prizes. She had some sponsors. There was food, there was drinks, DJ. It was so good. And I'm not only giving it to her for like creating the event, but the her as a person, like she's so successful. She doesn't have all the flowers that she deserves. And we've she's been on the show and we've spoken about it. And we I personally think it's because she's a dark-skinned black girl. Mm-hmm. The whole pretty privilege, you know, we've got girls over here, light-skinned, blue eyes, but she continues to push through and not only work on her career advancing, but help others to be seen because she understands how hard it is to get support, to have people behind you. And she understands what it's like to be overlooked Mm -hmm. like she does. And it's a shame. So for her to create something that is helping other people feel seen, I think that's such a beautiful thing. Um, And she's inspiring so many people whilst trying to do it for herself and I think is a testament to you don't have to just not help out people until you've made it Mm -hmm. and then you can start giving or like being a gatekeeper to contacts or to anything then once you're like absolutely fine then you can help others I think there's real um, camaraderie and respect that comes with someone that is still working Mm -hmm. and still has the spirit and the heart to help those around them because that would just make them win faster 100% and so yeah big up you Ramel London and you are Melanin Magnificence this week <laughs> oh right before we ask you more questions about car to wear and yes. you and yours let's get into Miles Measures so Beyonce yes she released two new songs are you a Beyonce fan I am okay good because otherwise I was about to evict you from the house <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah she released 16 Carriages and Texas Hold'em um are you a fan? Of the songs? Of or... the songs. I want to say yes. They're really well-written songs. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a huge fan of country music, but yeah. it's Beyonce, so Me I'm too. open-minded. Yeah. Did you like Daddy Lessons? I did, for the most part. Okay. I did. Yeah. I did. 
<laughs> I'm not going to buy it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. Because the people have been mad that she's done it, acting like this was her first time. And well, I'm like, well, the, over five years ago, she did country music. The thing is, she's always done country music. And she's from Houston, Texas. And she's achieved so much during her um, career mm-hmm. that now I think she's on a journey where it's like, okay, I want to do things that I really like or yeah. that I really want to do. So I could appreciate the art for what it is. Your is word it, of the week, being free, being doing free, what you want to do. Doing what you want. So maybe she's on that journey too, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... But yeah, she's achieved everything. Yeah, she she has none. She doesn't owe anyone anyone anything. So you know, and she definitely doesn't owe Azealia Banks anything. She does not. Did you see what Azealia Banks said? I've heard about it, but I didn't see the actual video. So I watched a little bit of it, but the thirty-two-year-old rapper began in her Instagram story post saying, "I love you down," but them R and B runs over the uh, Leslie Fe- Leslie Feast backbeats is given pick Misha. Nothing country about it. You're setting yourself to be ridiculed again. There's a theatrical element to country music. Them critics are not going to accept an ugly blonde wig and bullying from Jay-Z. It's giving big-time musical grift. Hmm. That was pretty nasty. It was nasty. (laughs) And I actually think, you know, country music, every genre has its own staples. It has its own elements which make it what it is. And I feel like Beyonce delivered that. Like, you hear it. Everyone knows mm-hmm. it's country, but she added her own flair to it, mm-hmm. which is what artistry is. Right. Which is why, for most of the time, people get confused with Beyonce and they say that they don't like it because she's an she's an artist. She's not just your pop. Maybe back in the day when she was doing oh 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 oh, but now <laughs> like she's really beginning to free up herself and doing things that she likes and being a real artist and that sometimes can be quite niche and like his art isn't for everyone and I I fucks with it. It took me a few listens to get into it but that happened with like like when I first heard what was the song that she released most recently? Was it My House? Um, My House, yeah. Yeah. I was like, okay, this is this is different. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm hearing elements of her from the past but this is different. And then once I've listened to it three or four times I'm like, yeah, no, I fucks with this because mm-hmm. it, it, it takes you somewhere. But yeah, yeah Azealia Banks can... She chats a lot of shit. I like her music. I really like her music, yeah. but she chats so much shit, bro. Yeah, it's really unfortunate, you know? <laughs> it, it really is. Like, she, she's an incredible talent herself. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, if she just focused on the music and less on comment on Beyonce, I think, you know, it's just better for everybody. Yeah. So, yeah, she could have kept her opinion. <laughs> Are you a fan of Monique? You know, the Parkers? Yes. She's been active on... Yes. Recently did an interview. Um, and I don't want to talk about the things that she's speaking about. But one thing that definitely uh, stuck in my mind is that she mentioned uh, a trans woman by the name of T.S. Madison, who I really fuck with hard, um, and said, you know, she's been Monique, who's been fighting this fight against, like, Oprah and Tyler Perry being blackboard and all of these things, and so many celebrities know about it. Mm-hmm. But it, And she said in her words, it took a trans woman to come forward to back me as their sister. And there's been mixed emotions behind that and people, like, some of the trans community we even said, well, why did she say it like that? But I actually didn't take any offense. Obviously I'm not trans, but I didn't view it as something offensive. I felt like, especially in the black community, um, transgender people don't get a lot of respect. Transgender women personally, not personally, transgender women in general being killed at such a dangerously scary high rate. So I think what, 
Monique did in that moment was like shine a light to say, you know what, this trans woman showed me respect mm -hmm. that I've deserved and earned over the years, told the truth and stood with me as my sister, no one else has. Um, so I think she really humanized T.S. Madison and shone a light on the transgen transgender community for once that wasn't someone's been murdered, someone's done this, but saying, right. you know, this person really helped me when no one else did. Right, 100%. I think you hit the nail on the head. Mm -hmm. Like, um, it's really unfortunate that sometimes things that people say online can get misconstrued. Yeah. And, you know, everyone has an opinion nowadays. So there's so many things that people can pick and choose what to be outraged about. Yeah. That um, they miss the grand scheme or the bigger message of what's supposed to be taken from it. Yeah. So I think that part is a little unfortunate. But, um, yeah, I agree with you. Like, I I agree with uh, what Monique said. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, driving the main message of what the overall message should be yeah. and just kind of drowning out all the other nonsense. Yeah. So. Cause I feel like we live in a world where some people are just too, quote unquote, woke and can find offense in literally anything. Uh, and I think that's where we can start to muddy the waters and right. not actually make any progress at all. 100%. Um, did you watch the Super Bowl? I did. What did you think? I didn't watch. I've not actually watched any of it, Derek. So I watched the Usher Bowl, which okay. means I saw the performance. Yeah. And then I glanced at the game. Um, it was good overall. I wish that Usher had a little bit more time, even though he had, I think, 17 minutes, which is like the longest ever of anyone performing for the Super Bowl. Why did you wish he had more time? If, he'd have the, if he had the longest time. Well, <laughs> well, they spent more time showing Taylor Swift, but <laughs> which is nothing wrong with. But... Um, I, Usher has so many hits. Yeah. And they're... <laughs> no pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're timeless. Mm. So it's one of those things where I was like, okay, I love the snippet of the song I just heard, but like, I need, I want more, you yeah. know? So that was the only kind of downside about it, but it was a great performance. Like, I, I loved seeing everyone. I know Alicia Keys was a thing for a minute because she kind of came in a little flat on her... Yeah, she cracked. She, yeah. Do you think bit. she can sing? Alicia I Keys. do. I do. Well? I, I think... <laughs> you think she can sing well? I think... I do think that she can sing well. Mm-hmm. I think... I think she strains. Well... And cracks. So I will say... <laughs> yeah! I will say she's had her moments, uh, like anybody. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I've cracked on stage. Hell, yeah. So, you know, it's just one of those things where it's just she has such a big spotlight directed on her. She's yeah. expected to do everything perfectly every yeah. single time. I mean, did you see the Beyonce Super Bowl? I did. <laughs> Speaking of voices, um, are you aware of the musical Wicked? I am. Have you seen it? I have not. Okay, well... Have you in the musical theater world? There's this one particular riff in the song "Defying Gravity," which Elphaba, the green one, like the sign, she sings and she goes, "Bring me down," or so I can't remember what is it, uh, or something like that. And there's so many videos and compilation compilations of all of these different Elphabas that have sang and come, and it's they've taken it high and done these trills and runs, and it's been lit. We've got. Baby girl, Ariana Grande. Yes. And sis, Cynthia Erivo, black girl playing Alphabet, Ariana playing the good witch, Glinda the good. And the promo recently came out for it. 
Okay. And I've seen so many videos of everyone gassing up Cynthia Revo's note. Her, on, her in, run? Her run. Yes. Have you heard that? Yeah. I have not. I have I'm going to just, I feel the need to, but to you know, just While you look it up, you know, Grande is kind of a vocal powerhouse in her own way. Grande is lit. I'm so, yet to, they didn't really show her on the, um, they didn't really show her singing on the teaser that came out. However, they played, let me get straight to it. So this is her big... It's the wizard who should be afraid of me. Okay. What are your thoughts just on hearing that little moment? Um... So You I, look blown away. I am a little... I don't know. I will say, yeah, she's a powerhouse. Um, Cynthia. Yes, the that girl was, that yeah. sung the run. Um, but yeah, I mean, I really think she kind of took it there. I don't love it. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's very, I forget what they call it in the music. Is it like um, Fratisio or something like that? I forgot. Ooh. It's very like full-blown, like yeah. she really went for it. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, there's a sound for people who like that. Do I particularly love it? Not yeah, no. It's giving, fo- what's Foghorn's name again? Jennifer Hudson. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very that. But she I sometimes feel like she can like, do her big one with, with some... But I, I, just, I, I personally thought it was really basic. Yeah. Cause especially because that is such an iconic moment in the song and so many people have done so many things with it. And I was having a conversation with uh, someone the other day and they were like, oh, but it's a film. It's not the musical. It's a film, so they need to make it more like palatable or something. I can't remember what words they said. And I said, well, I saw The Color Purple. Right. Which is also a stage adaptation of a of a um, musical and Fantasia Killed didn't it. give basic no she's amazing but I, I think mean, Cynthia has got a fantastic phenomenal voice but I feel like it's getting overhyped yeah, for I mean, me I'm excited to hear what else she does in, in the because we only heard that little snippet right but I mean they could be designating her as to be like the breakout star from this musical mm-hmm. because Grande's already the star you know yeah. so maybe they're trying to like you know just position it for her to like this is your moment type of a situation mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's definitely out there. She she's going for it. So yeah, she definitely was. I mean, she sounded great. I'm not shading her. I think she sounds great. I just wasn't blown away. And for such an iconic moment in a song that everyone like goes to the show to listen to to see what they do, I just expected more. More, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see. We got the snippet, but when it mm. comes out, she might absolutely kill it. So exactly. I'm gonna go. Are you gonna go and see Wicked? You gonna go with your bae? Oh. I'm not a musical kind of guy. Okay, good. Yeah, to yeah. be honest, me neither. I, mm. I can do it with a couple glasses of wine, but like... I mean, I can do a lot of things with a couple glasses of wine, but let's get <laughs> on to the questions <laughs> that we've... Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you 
everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Got in for my listeners. I just want to shout out to all the listeners. Thank you so much for sending your questions in. For future guests, we've got some really exciting people coming on. Make sure to email the podcast at contact at gettheboutpod.com or send us a DM. You can even send us a voice note and I'll play it upon my phone on the mic and you can feature on the podcast, ho. But um, let's get into some of these questions now. We don't have time for all of them because I'm aware you booked and busy, honey. Um, let's go with... Okay, so what's one childhood memory that shaped your passion for fashion and design and how does it influence your work at Carterware today? Ooh, that's a good one. I would say <clears throat> Alexander McQueen's fashion oh. shows. I used to want to go to school for fashion. My mom told me no. <laughs> Typical. I wanted to go she for... Carib- Do you know your, where the black comes from? Caribbean, uh, Africa. Nigeria. <gasps> Yeah. <laughs> That's why we are looking younger. Do you eat Nigerian food? I don't, know. Oh, what? Oh, if you've got time, I'm, I'm going to send you a few spots. I got a <laughs> bonus super home, but I didn't bring it with me shit. <laughs> yes, I'll give, it a, I'll give it a try. Mm. Um, I think I've had one thing a long time ago, but I can't recall exactly what it was. Okay. But yeah, um, a lot of the kind of passion for where all of this started from was going on YouTube and watching his shows. Really? And I stumbled across him. I was just like fascinated by everything he does. And then I learned how to sketch fashion forms. Not many people know this. But yeah, I have all these old like sketches of myself of like garments that I've kind of sketched out. Some Mm -hmm. of them I was able to bring to life to Carterwear. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that's where it literally started from. So. Yeah. Yep, grandmother's a seamstress, so... Really? Yeah, she was a seamstress for, like, 30 years. Oh, my she, grandma was a seamstress as well. <laughs> she taught me how to sew samples, so... Really? Yeah, it's kind of ingrained in me at this point, so... My grandma taught me... Well, my nan taught me how to make leg warmers. Really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I don't really be wearing them anymore, but, like, she did her big one. I... Yeah. That's all good. Nice times. <laughs> um, so as a black gay man in the fashion industry, what challenges have you faced and how have they contributed to your unique perspective in shaping Cartier's brand identity? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, I would say some of the challenges that I have faced... Trying to make some good ones. So I would say the primary challenge I face and most small black businesses face this challenge is just finding capital to grow the business. Mm, um, I know. It's very difficult. Yeah. Um, but that goes to the testament of the support of our Carterware customers 
who allow all of this to happen, like yeah. for me to be here, for the company to grow. So that's kind of been um, the primary challenge, you know? You go to a bank with a proposal to request funding and they see, you know, what your product is. You don't always get that yes, you know? So that's kind of the major challenge. So when you, sorry to interrupt, but when you go to the bank to, and show them the product, what were you more likely to show them? Or were you just lay it all on the table? Or do you feel the need to be like, oh, maybe let's not show them this, let's show them this? Or how do you navigate oh, no. that? So we it's so I always position the brand as a lifestyle brand, which it is, mm-hmm. you know? Not many people know we make clothing. It's not just all underwear all the time. Yeah. Um, but it's all different types. We have everyday and then we have those like special occasion pieces. So when we present at the bank, you know, we lay out the company in the different sections that we put them in. Lifestyle, yeah. um, special occasion, everyday wear. But um, it's a very competitive market. Mm-hmm. So sometimes banks aren't willing to fund a company that's so similar to others that are out there we kind of touched into this when we were having our instagram live but i yes there are many underwear brands out there many but i would argue to say that Carterwear is so unique because mm-hmm. i don't know any other underwear brand that has as many black and brown men and women and potentially non-binary people i can't look at someone and know what they identify as but you've got many different black and brown bodies mm-hmm. on your campaigns and in your campaigns. Not just that, but also different body sizes. Not everyone is given Welton and that mm-hmm. that gym 24-7. <laughs> like you've got larger bodies, smaller bodies, sl- sl- slender men, slender women, henchmen. Like you've mm-hmm. got, there's real, real diversity within an already marginalized community. So when you say it's it's so similar, what other brand is doing that, please? Well, that except for maybe once a month, once a year in Black History Month, and then done. <laughs> that that it by itself is very like irritating to me. I've seen many companies like flip and just all of a sudden be about oh, since it's Black History Month, let's you know, um, and that's not right. No. Um, but that's one of the reasons why I started Carterwear. Not only because like I couldn't find certain styles that I really wanted, but. Yeah. I wasn't seen in a lot of the product views or campaigns from yeah. companies that I was purchasing for. Mm-hmm. And before starting Carterwear, like I've always kind of modeled underwear on Instagram. So this has been something that like oh, it's so a close model to as me. well. Yeah, I did my own thing. Your man's and... a lucky man with all, these, <laughs> with all these degrees and about to be a doctor. You a model and you come Listen, on, Nigerian. King. I'm trying to make a hit before I, you know, while it's still hitting, I need to make a hit. So. Very um, true. Because once the body goes away, you know, I won't be out so front and center as much. <laughs> I know, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was going to be my next question. What inspired you to start Card to Wear? Um, but like you said, not seeing yourself. And I hear that. And that's really one of the reasons why I loved it. Because I just thought, I see me. I see my friends, I see my mm-hmm. community. I, I see, I feel represented in this brand, and also the colors are fucking lit. Like I love me a nude. <laughs> I love me a nude. I think am I white? Okay, no, it's black today. But like, <laughs> yeah, I love it. So, um, how do you ensure that inclusive inclusivity and diversity are reflected in both your designs and marketing strategies at Carterwear? 
So we always start by looking at who our customers are. Mm-hmm. Like I have a very close relationship to a lot of our customers. Um, I always try to make sure that everyone is represented in each piece of the collection that we release. Mm-hmm. Whether it's, we don't always release skin tones, but when we do, I make sure that we at least have five to six colors, which is very expensive for a small business. Yeah. Um, and But I'm still determined to do it. It's something that needs to be done. Um, and even when it comes to um, people who are slim, wear a size extra small, or people who are a 4X, like I always try to make sure that each design that we release is perfect and adjusted to the body type as the sizes change. Mm-hmm. So all of those are like super duper important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, because, for example, like for a customer, a size small is not going to fit the same size as a 2X. So sometimes our 2X designs need bigger bands. Sometimes our smalls need smaller bands, meaning like the width of the band, not mm-hmm. the actual like sizing of it. So, yeah, all of those things we, when I say we, I mean I, meticulously yeah. measure and make sure and send to people. I mean like, hey, can you try this song? What do you think about this? Yeah. Is it uncomfortable? Is it riding? Is it, and whatever feedback that I get back from that, I take, perfect it. And I put it out there. But if it's not perfect, it's not leaving Carterware. <laughs> yeah. It's not That's leaving. That's good to know. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what made you go into the, you know, jock straps side of things? Because I didn't even know, no shade, I, I, I didn't know that you guys did women's wear until I, like, looked deeper mm-hmm. and did, you know, my research. But I'd always known cards wear for fine-ass men <laughs> in jocks with, with that just made me feel a kind of way. On a Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I wanted to diversify the the product offerings. Like one of the things I saw when I started the brand, and this this makes me gag now because so much has changed to the point where so I live in a really quickly, I live in a really suburban neighborhood. Mm-hmm. I went to Kohl's out of all places and I saw jock straps. What's Kohl's? Kohl's is a very conservative, like um, trying to think of the equivalent it's a very conservative place to shop it's like a macy's do you guys okay yeah yeah. i've been to macy's but we don't have it here okay yeah yeah. so like back in my day i'm saying it like i'm super old but about five years ago you would walk into these stores and you would never see those styles like ever even a little versace one no nothing okay but but now yeah you know times are changing and it's it opens up the opportunity for small businesses like mine yeah but um i just had to get that story out of the way because that made me gagged i walked in Coles the other day i was like oh y'all got yeah (laughs) i'm like okay um but yeah i wanted to show the sexier side of a man. Like, the sexiest thing that we could possibly show on social media is the backside of a man. Everyone likes ass. Everyone likes to see a nice butt. Hallelujah. (laughs) Hallelujah. I love... I love it so, so much. <laughs> I really do. So thank you for brightening up my timeline. Yes, you know, I, I take it to the edge, right to the edge when it comes to the marketing. Uh, the women do it, so men mm. should be able to do it too. You know, you touched on a real good point earlier on in the conversation when you said, like, masculinity and femininity and that merging. And that's a, th- a big thing for me. Like, I'm bisexual, but very much into dick as, as of the last few years. And I'm also verse. And I feel like in my characteristics, I'm not exactly mask mask. I'm not, I'm not cis mm-hmm. all the time. I'm very much in the middle. And 
I love that, you know, a jockstrap essentially does that because it's for men. Mm-hmm. Jockstraps aren't for women. They're ma- manly things. Right. But what they allow a man's body to then do is be accentuated in ways that other um, clothing or other underwear doesn't really do. And it just feels and looks. It looks great. Fucking great, yeah. And we always, I always made sure the cuts of our jock straps accentuate the curve of the male, regardless of what size they are. Um, and that's one of the things I think Carterware successfully does, especially with how like the back strap lays across your lower back. Oof! It makes everything just curve and smooth, and it it works. So, <laughs> shit. That was kind of the. Are the goal. band strong? Cause I <laughs> like to be. Do you test them? We do Let's test get, them. So you do you test it and see if you can get to. <laughs> we can. We do the the pull grip twist test. So it does. If it doesn't, pop, do you do it when it's on it's the model? No, when that's when it's not on the model. Um, not on set at least. Uh, but when we're in fittings and we have like the mannequins, especially, yeah, we we stress test like every aspect. So everything Ooh. is like double stitched, double enforced. So you can pull, yank. Do you ever do that? Anywhere. Do I ever do it? Um, occasionally. Okay. <laughs> have you ever broken one of the jocks and gone? We need to send this back. That has happened. We have, well, when I say we, I mean I, but I have canceled entire collections because the stitching isn't right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because the person that was doing the test ripped the thing off. Because, yep. Can the, you if, send me their number, please? <laughs> <laughs> I can definitely do that. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm in, a, I'm in a relationship, a closed one. But um, anyway, let me listen. <laughs> That's good. You know, everyone's kind of open nowadays. What are your thoughts on that? Because that was going to be one of my questions. Open or closed relationships? It's a little controversial. Um, I prefer closed. Um, Me too. Yeah. I'm old school, though. I'm new school in many ways, but... Same. Mm. Same. Why do you prefer closed? Um, Because if I'm going to commit to you... Like, I feel like it's no point in being in a relationship if it's open. And that's just mm-hmm. mine, like, personal view. Because we could just be friends with benefits. And, you know, at least we have that, like, bond. And then we both do our own thing. Mm. But, like, just the traditional side of me speaks, like, okay, um, I don't want to share you. And I don't want to be a part of anyone else's thing. So, yeah. like, I feel like it's just best that we keep this special and kind of, like, yeah, close to ourselves. So I'm very much with you on that. And I, I I'm... Pride of the LGBTQ DL community because they're very much a part of the community as well. Huh? They'll be breaking niggas' hearts and breaking <laughs> niggas' holes. They're very much part of the community. So, um, yeah, I I am proud of the community for having this open-minded, experimental, you know, way of living and expressing themselves and showing love and affection. And I, I don't judge it at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that they're very against, or the majority of them are very against, like, the heteronormatives and the heteronormatives and things of that nature. But th- that is one thing about heteronormative ways and standards that I, that resonates with me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if if we're fighting as LGBTQ plus people that, you know, that there's a spectrum, then love is also a spectrum of itself and how you express that and how you, where you live in that spectrum of love. And you, like myself live in a place where it's one-on-one mm-hmm. with a man or with a man or a female and is one-on-one and, and, and that's, you know, how we do and we're happy there. And then there's other people on the spectrum who can 
exist happily in love, but with three partners or yes. two or more or one partner. But, you know, you can suck his dick on Mondays and on Tuesdays I'm fucking his, his ass. <laughs> and, you know, but we still meet on the Saturday and have date night and we love each other. And I think that's great. Right. And I respect it for them. Yes. Love that for them. Yes. But for me, it's giving Pandora's box because I'm Scorpio, I'm jealous, and I want to fight. Same. I mean, I'm a Sagittarius, and I, I don't necessarily care for sharing my partner with someone. Ain't no. No, not at all. Now, if we're out the country, and it just so happens, oh, you know, we're both on the same page, and that's different. But I think like a consistent... You could find yourself on that page? I feel and, like... And see, and, and know that your man's about to penetrate another man and slam him and potentially break a jock strap on them. Not a car to wear one, because um, a car to wear one won't break, but they got a cheap little ASOS one and Okay, now it's a little hot in See? <laughs> when you break it down and get get um, to the I feel like if we're on the same page and it's, bother you. it doesn't bother me as much, mm -hmm. as long as it doesn't happen as often, mm -hmm. it's a one timer. It's a one yeah. and done. But, like, I don't want to go to the grocery store and run into the person that we just, like, one, two, three. Yeah. Like, no, I I wouldn't want that. See, the, the thing is with me, I've, I've never had something in my life before, like a food, and then I have it once, and then all of a sudden, I need it more, more? frequently yeah. in my diet because I enjoyed it, yeah. which makes sense. If you enjoy something, you're going to want more of it. Doesn't take away, like, say if my favorite food is, I don't know, a goosey stew. You must have heard of a goosey stew, right? No. Oh my god, we <laughs> want to teach about some Nigerian things. Um, but say that's my favorite soup, and then all of a sudden I try, I don't know, a Big Mac. Yes. It doesn't take away that I a goosey stew is my favorite meal, but now every now and then I'm a bit like, oh, I'm craving the taste of that Big Mac again. I don't want my man craving right. no one else ever, because I don't want to crave anyone else ever. I get that, but that's the the back to the point to like we're out the country, so we're never mm -hmm. going to run into this person again. Like mm. this is like a one and done. Like so, you're not open, it. but you like a jar. Um, I'll say because you're outside the country now. I know I'm outside the country. Oh, and you're going to the connection party tomorrow. I am going to the connection party, but it's, oh, it's not quite that kind of party. I it's a but, pajama party, right? Yeah, it's a pajama party. Um. By the way, shameless plug, it's a, it's a pajama party from 9 p.m. to 3 p.m. So, yeah, I'll be in Carterwear and pajamas and a Carterwear robe, and we're going to have a good time. Um, but I will say, like, we are not open, but every—this has never happened, but, mm. like, if it— if the opportunity was to present itself and we're on the same page and it's a one-and-done, okay— Mm -hmm. But like, but the communication needs to be there. One hundred percent. It's not a case of you do it and then come back and say, "No, let me know." No, like that. We need to be on the same page. Yeah, and we need to see if this is something that both of us can mentally handle. Yeah, and if you think it's going to jeopardize anything, then let's just not do it. Again, the openness. I love that. <clears throat> yeah, you have to be. I mean, in the LGBTQ plus space period, you have to be open minded about a lot of things. Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah, you know. I'm a I'm not that much of a prude, so mm. but I am a little traditional too. So yeah, I mean you can't be no prude with 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 the with the <laughs> Carter Web right? being <laughs> being you know your company. So right, let's spill the tea, Derek. Now, has anything ever got out of hand or a bit too steamy on any of your campaign shoots or or 
on any of the provocative shoots that you may have orchestrated or put together? Has anything ever been a bit, ooh, or like, not to say you, but... <laughs> not to the best of my knowledge. Uh, typically on set, there's like a team of people, mm-hmm. like stylists and assistants and photographers. So nothing ever kind of gets out of control. Mm-hmm. And I always make sure that... While there might be a little bit of like sexual tension because you know the guys come and they take off their shirts and everybody's oh. kind of looking. You couldn't have me on that set. <laughs> you could not have me on that set. I'll be. Th- th- he needs more oil. He needs. Don't. Wa- I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it. No, I I always make sure that like everything goes as smoothly and as professional as possible. And I think mm-hmm. I think the last thing on my mind on set is when it comes to getting steamy is because I'm looking at. I'm adding up all the money we're spending. Of course. Of course. <laughs> you thinking... in business mode. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, you know. Yeah, to be fair, if I was there as friend, then yeah, madness. But if it was if I know from being a business owner myself that when it's when you're when you're talking money serious. Straight to business. I still might be a little hard. <laughs> but it's strictly business. Straight to business. Yeah. So but yeah, luckily everything's always going pretty smoothly. Mm-hmm. Nothing has ever went left. So <laughs> Well, we love to hear that. We love to hear that. Um, let's talk about confidence. Yes. What um, What's your advice for someone wanting to strut their stuff in some car to wear uh, and for them to feel at their most confident self? How do you channel that, that inner fierceness? Oh, so I would say literally just do it. Like what I will say, we have a model who is an amputee mm-hmm. and I wanted him to be a part of my campaign. Uh, which he was, like, a couple of times. And the level of confidence that he exudes is inspirational to me. Mm-hmm. And I told him, I said, you know that you're going to inspire a lot of other people who can relate to you um, when it comes to being an amputee. Yeah. Or just being a black gay male. So he has definitely um, really helped out a lot when it comes to inspiring others. That's the one thing about confidence that um, really does help everyone. Mm. So the one thing you're afraid to do is always the thing that's the most fruitful and the most inspirational to others. So, yeah, I always say, like, just do it. Yeah. Just do it. Like, you never know who life you're going to positively impact, including your own. Yeah. Just growth and, like, freeing yourself. Mm -hmm. So it goes that word again, freeing. So I always say just go for it. So I'm going to, one more question. Yes. And I don't know which one to do. <laughs> uh, um, okay, describe your ideal jockstrap design. Are we talking flashy and bold or is it sleek and understated? What's your perfect jockstrap? Ooh, I would say flashy and bold. We've already done sleek and understated and standard, but yeah, we, flashy and bold is the way to go. I like rhinestones. I like I'm getting into rhinestones. I like it all. So, um, yeah, we've done it in the past. We've we did a Swarovski crystal thong. It was yeah. a very limited run, and it did really well. Is um, that? Yeah. Have you got that? Have you got? What's the stock saying? Can, and and can, can can I? Is it is it like mates rates? So, <laughs> do you have mates rates in the states? We don't know. Okay. We do you don't. know what that means? I don't. <laughs> Family discount, babes. Oh, family discount. So, yes, we do have family discounts. Um, We don't do it as often, Mm -hmm. 
but it's typically around when we launch a new collection. Okay. I'm like, okay, you know, a lot of the people that are on our PR list are like, okay, here's all of our discounts um, for certain items. But yeah, we do. So. Oh, and what what has been your favorite uh, jockstrap that you've released? Ooh, I would say the X Jock. So we have this thing called the X Jock where the design is literally um, in the form of an X in the front, um, the back. So how about, my phone's over there. So, <laughs> what happened if you got a big dick? If it is it is it thin, thin X like? Uh no, so it's a thick band and it crosses the entire body. Right. Okay. And right. And it's a pouch that you know you twirl your mans up, put them in there, and then like you know the rest is just kind of out. So it's one of our most risque pieces. Ooh. Okay. So, yeah. And will that be at the pop up? It will. We yeah. have a limited supply of it. Okay. Yeah. And just for people that, uh, that haven't, you know, been to the website and know, like, about shipping and stuff, how much does it currently cost you guys to get stuff out to us? Because that's been one of the main reasons why I haven't got anything ever, because I'm like, ooh, this... Well, we're, I'm working on a strategy for yeah. that. But, um, yeah, it's really expensive, unfortunately, mm-hmm. to ship from the U.S. here. What we've been doing is charging people a lower rate, depending on, from how I understand how this works, depending on where you are um, in the UK, there is a platform that automatically calculates everything for you. I've discounted that 80%. Oh, wow. So when someone buys it, we kind of eat that cost, just so people outside the country get the experience. So. Yeah, it's a bitch. <laughs> yeah. I hate it. <laughs> but we hope to see Cartwear in the UK permanently. I would like that. That's Because we don't, I don't think, we don't have a black-owned underwear business that, we don't have a black-owned underwear business, let alone black gay-owned business that delivers such like, good products. Yeah, it's it's really unfortunate. But, you know, hopefully... Um, if everything aligns and it's in God's plans, then you know Please. I'll be flying. I know my often. my God wants us in <laughs> jock straps. That's I know He does. Yes, I know He does. Right. <laughs> um. Oh, this is a fun question actually, and then we will move on. So, what is the most embarrassing underwear-related uh, mishap you have ever had? Oh, that's a good one. So it wasn't Carterwear. This was before the brand. Um, I wore, I won't nec- I won't name the brand, <laughs> but I wore a thong to the gym. Ooh. Wore a thong to the gym. And this is when I was trying to get my lower body to match my upper body. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to use a swap machine. I remember I had a, un- I had, um, a thong on and I had um, compression pants on. Lit, yeah. Long story short... <laughs> I went down on the squat machine. I fully squat. And not only did the uh, compression pants rip, but the thong popped. So I am in the lowest position on the squat bar in the gym, and everything just suddenly opens up. I'm like, oh, my God. Safe to say I've never been to that gym since. Did anyone? Did people notice? Oh, yeah. It was 5 o'clock p.m., which means everyone just got off of work. Yeah. Everybody's in the gym. And I'm like, oh, shit. This just not just happened. It's just oh, so no. crazy. What did you do? I literally <laughs> left everything weighted on the bench and I ran to the locker room. Like, absolutely ran. <laughs> changed into sweatpants and went home. Like, I have not been to that gym since. Have you worn a thong to the gym since? I have. Carter. I know. That's right. Carter yeah. Wear, have that, has that shit split? It has not split. 
It's not split. So. Yes. Do you wear like thongs and like jocks to the gym a lot? I do. It all depends on the day. Like leg day. Leg day. Yeah. Always good. I'm not a fan of other people in the gym seeing what type of underwear I have on. But okay. I wear it for like comfort. It's easier to squat. You can squat deeper because you have no nothing holding Inhibition. you back. Yeah. So comfort, yes. I really, when I go to the gym, if I feel sexy, if I feel good, I work out better. So like, you might find it weird, but I shower before I go to the gym. Same. I do my hair. So when I go there, I feel like I look the part and I feel like I, yeah, I perform better. It's like if I'm on stage, like I'm not going to go on stage looking like a mess. I mean, I'll probably still eat. But if I look the part, I feel like what you put on your body does have an effect on how you carry yourself and I know when it's leg day and I got on my squat on my thong yeah I'm squatting lower than I would do <laughs> if I was in a Calvin Klein brief sis okay so what's your preferred style are you a thong kind of guy like oh, if I you love... had to choose oh it's so it 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 depends on what are we talking about the gym or in the bedroom or day to day because I can answer all three well yeah all, I'm kind of curious about all three okay in the gym I like in the gym, I like a jock. Okay. Because, you know, it, it, it lifts everything. A thong doesn't lift it. Not that I need lifting, but it does help. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel that lift and I do feel that support. Mm-hmm. So not only do I feel sexy, I do feel supported. Um, so I like that. Yeah, it accentuates the things. If I'm wearing the compression shorts, I love that too. Um, in the bedroom, ooh, like I said, I'm verse. So there's something really nice about having a thong on and my man slicking it to the side and getting right on that hole and moving it to the side and just getting to work. But then I also like being able to grab the jock and the way it looks at the jock. And if I'm topping, I love... Have I ever fucked anyone in a thong? No. I've only ever been fucked in a thong, but I would love to fuck someone in a thong. I mean, it's a but vibe. jocks, yeah, vibe. yeah. I mean, they seem to enjoy it when it's their turn, honey. <laughs> but like, I love fucking with a jock too because it's you can like hold it and do that. But what's the preference? Mm. I think I prefer fucking someone in a jock, and I like to be fucked in a thong. I think, okay. yeah, that's that's a bit of me. Okay, okay. So, what about everyday wear? Everyday wear. Do you know what? I'm such a briefs guy, mm-hmm. and I on space. And it's funny that you call. I don't know what special occasions is in Carterwear. Is it jocks? Um, no. So we have like G-strings. We have anything what? mesh we consider like special occasions. Okay. We have a backless brief, which is just oh. like the whole butt is out. Because I went on Twitter and I was like, okay, people are like, you know, they're performing in Carterware. They're fucking in Carterware. Okay. You could swear on this podcast. It's like getting out, honey. <laughs> so I noticed like people were ripping the backs of the briefs to like... Make this. So I was like, okay. How did that make you feel? Them seeing them rip your product, well, was, or were I you was into it? Pissed at first because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like my products are my babies, and we spend so much extra money on good fabric. I'm like, y'all are ripping this good fabric. Well, if they if they use them in their shots, they're gonna be a repeat customer. Oh my god! But still, it's like your child, and you see, it and it's ripped. But yeah, you know. They Have ripped. you ever been mid wank watching this stuff, and then the, the, you see it being ripped, and then you're like, oh. Yes, because I'm like, what? We've sacrificed them to get this fabric. And Especially like, if it was a UK OnlyFans person. That means you would have had to spend 
all the money on the shipping yes. for them to go and hook up the thing. I'm like, no. So, okay, problem solved. We'll do backwards briefs. Okay. So, we did that in mesh and also cotton, and people love it. So, I'm okay. like, okay, now you don't have to rip it. It's already made that way. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. For me, every day, it's generally a uh, brief. Um, and I like the thin, I'm sure. I'm 5'9", okay. and I'm thick as well. And so boxers cut my legs short. They don't, give, they don't give me that length. Whereas anything that comes, the higher it goes, it creates that illusion of, of the long leg that I don't have. Mm-hmm. And that's the only part of my body I need to create the illusion for. The rest that looks long is. <laughs> okay? <laughs> but I like that on a day-to-day. It makes me feel like my legs are longer. It just makes me feel and look sexier, in my opinion. I do like a boxer... But when I'm chilling, mm-hmm. when I'm cool, when I don't feel like I need to, when, I, when I'm just comfortable. Mm-hmm. But there are days where I will wear like a jock, like underneath or a thong underneath my outfits. Very rare. But it's when I feel like I need to be a bit more bossy or if I'm feeling a little bit low or feeling, you know, not feeling that desirable. I'll yeah. do something underneath and no one needs to know. I just need to know. And it just makes me feel like, yeah, I'm that girl. Yeah. Some, and that's the beauty of underwear. Like, if you're feeling down or if it's a special occasion or or anything, like, it can lift your mood. It's literally the foundation of your day. Like, yeah. I feel like if I have an yeah. uncomfortable pair, like, my day is not as great because mm-hmm. I'm always adjusting. So, like, no, I intently made sure that every single pair that we wear is comfortable. It's stretched. It's super soft. It's good fabric. <laughs> All that stuff matters. Well, I can't wait to get me in one of them. I, like yes. I said, I want to be in a campaign. Yeah, listen. This ass. When I call you up. <laughs> listen, I'll, I'm unemployed right now in terms of, like, shows. So I'll get on a plane and we can shoot. The fuck? <laughs> I'll get on a plane. I'll go avios. I'll call, I'll call you up. <laughs> See, me and Welton's on our way. We're going to do yep. this game. Period. I'm there. I'm there. Right, let's get into Get the Belt. Thank you so much for answering all the questions. Yes. Um... Sorry if we didn't read out your question. Uh, we'd been here 12 years a slave otherwise, but thank you for sending them in nonetheless. So it's time for Get the Belt. Yes. Who do you give your belt to this week, Derek? Ooh, that's a good one. So I would... Oh, God. Here we go. I would get the belt for... Krishan. Ooh, okay, go on, go I know, on. I know, I know. I should have spoken about baddies or something like that in 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 a Miles Measures next week. <laughs> okay. Um, I think I know what you're about to say. Maybe. I want to be careful with what I say. It's fine. Um, but with social media, I feel like a lot of this is amplified. Mm-hmm. But. As a young lady with a platform, I feel as though she can do a little bit better with sharing aspects of her life um, because all of her actions, um, all of her actions, I will say, are not the best. Mm-hmm. But also they shine a light on like people of color that are not necessarily the best light. Yeah. And especially when it's for... Um, People who are younger, like younger girls, they need to know, like, okay, this is not the way, you know, you should necessarily go about things in life. Yeah. It's not okay. So, yeah, I feel as though she she does. She she definitely does, you know, to get the belt because she needs a little, like, 
spanking and guidance. Yeah. Guidance, for What's sure. What's funny is that her stays fighting as well on live. She, she needs a real thumping down. But, mm. um, no, yeah. She, I find her really funny and I definitely find it entertaining. Yeah. But I think when you're putting out too much of the same stuff and your platform is so big and you're aware of, you know, the 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 dynamics and the social structures and the powers and the the disparities between, you know, black people, then you need the you need to have way more responsibility oh, yeah. with the content that you're putting out. Be trash, but not all the time. There needs to be a journey. There needs to be a growth. And mm-hmm. you need to do something different. And maybe every now and then go back to that. If it's getting you a coin, I'm not going to doubt it. But when it's consistently that, and yeah. you can see the effects that it's having on people, and we live in a day and age where we're still, you know, fighting stereotypes that haven't shifted, mm-hmm. ask yourself, am I helping? Mm, you're right, exactly. And it's one of those things where that's hits the nail on the head. It's, it's not necessarily helping. It's kind of driving a narrative. Mm. And like I said, unfortunately, this is something that travels quick on social media because it's clickbait. Yeah. And it's the extreme. People like the extremes on social media. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, you know, praying for her, hoping she gets it together, whatever that looks like for her. Because um, everyone has this journey in life and, you know, it's not perfect. So hopefully mm-hmm. this is something that turns out to be a really positive, like, ending for her. So, yeah. Well, she, but that's it. That's been on my timeline a lot. So I'm like, okay, muted it on Twitter. <laughs> but on Instagram, it's constantly on my feed. Sure, yeah. I'm like, okay, this young lady needs some help. So, mm. yeah. Damn. So that's it. So my belt this week goes to our Prime Minister Richie Sunak. Now, he made a joke um, where transgender women were the punchline of it. And he did this in in the, not in court, what's it called? Where he do it, in the Houses of, that's it, he did it in the Houses of Parliament, mm. where the mother of a most, a recently murdered transgender girl, uh, Brianna Jai, was present. And I just thought it was so uncalled for, it was so irresponsible, mm-hmm. especially in a time where recently, just this week, we've had another young trans girl that was nearly killed because she was stabbed in London so many times Mm. and we've got our Prime Minister making jokes where you know minorities and specifically trans people are the pun of a joke I think it's I think yeah he needs to get the belt for doing shit like this especially when you know it's not an uncommon or it's not it's not exactly not mainstream right now like the the activists the 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 people the people in the community are very loudly expressing how much transgender people need support mm-hmm. and need protection and that they're being killed not just in the UK but in America yeah. too at a, a disgusting rate so to have people and the head of our government making mockeries and jokes about this community specifically with a mother sat just over there whose trans daughter whose transgender daughter was just murdered it just it just makes total sense that our country is in the in the shape it is now when we've got dickheads like that with their his you know dick suckers saying the things that he's saying in 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 those spaces and if he's saying things like that on camera yeah. At work. Yeah. What the fuck are you saying at home? Yeah. 
That's not cool. It's not cool. And people need to stop, like, stop, like, ignoring this. Because if he can say that about that community, he can say it about, he can say anything about anything. For sure. It's, and yeah, um, not only is it unwarranted and dangerous, it has a knock-on effect to what people feel they can and can't do. And if you're saying things like that, it just makes the lives of transgender people far more scary and far more dangerous. And so, yeah, I'm giving him the belt. It's not the first time. It probably won't be the fucking last time I give him the belt. But yeah, he needs to fucking buck up his ideas. People need to stop voting for dickheads like that. Because, like, if if, if that was anyone else in any other job, fired. Yeah, 100%. It's really, it's just reckless. I haven't heard what he said, but what you're describing, it's really reckless. Yeah. It's a lack of empathy. Um, and, and these are the people running England, England right now. Unfortunately, with a lot of politicians, it's become the new norm. Mm. So I don't know how we kind of went backwards globally when it comes to stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I agree. Like trans people, they are not in the best place when it comes to being protected. Yeah. It's really unfortunate and it's really sad. And I'm hoping something changes. Yeah, there was an outrage and people asked him to apologize. And I don't think he did. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think he did. And I think he needs to because it's just setting a precedent where people can feel, will feel entitled to also make jokes about transgender people. And that's not OK, because at one point, Rishi Sunak, Asian people, South Asians, Indian people, Pakis were the pun of jokes. How did that make you or your mum feel? Yeah. When it was your race, at, when it was your race, that marginalised community... When they, when you, we were a part with a pun of a joke. How was that? It's just giving dumb as fuck. You can suck my dick. Don't even suck my dick. Look a sour puss. Yeah, you don't deserve to suck this dick. Not a sour puss. A sour puss. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've come to the end of the episode. Yeah. I would like to say thank you so much. Don't you be reading these questions. I can see your eyes, you know, Sneakily. Yeah, I can see your eyes. Because <laughs> we've got a little game that we're going to play before we head out. Um, before we do play the game, though, can you please leave your socials on this mic uh, where people can go and follow you? Sure, sure. And I'll put so, it in the description of the episode as well. Okay. <laughs> so our socials, um, it's at Carterware on Instagram. It is at Carterware19 on Twitter. Mm-hmm. We are on the TikTok. We're, t- we're TikToking and bopping. A little, yes. you know, jiggling on there. Ooh, so. <laughs> the, it gets me horny. That's the thing. I then want to spend money and then want to fuck. Like, oh. <laughs> the, market, the marketing is genius. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, and we're just at Carterware on Facebook. So, of course, our website, www.carterware.com. Um, that's pretty much it. Perfect. Right, so this game, yeah, there's no thinking. Okay. Derek, you, you can't think. Okay. One, two, three, go. Like, you've really got to be on it. I'm going to turn it off. Okay? Okay. Fast, fast, fast. Right. Okay. There's 15 questions. Ooh. You've just got to go straight away. Holy anxiety, okay. Okay? All right. Right. Are you ready, babes? I think so. Okay. If your underwear could talk, what would it say about you in three words? Ooh, sexy. Um... Ooh, when I'm thinking. Uh, I said, don't think. What's I coming know. to your mind? Three words about you. What are they saying? Sexy. Uh, <laughs> I would say, okay, it's underwear. Sexy, sweaty, fun. Ooh, boxes, briefs, jock, thong, or 
Commander. Jack. Open or closed relationship? Closed. Underwear, silky smooth or snug and supportive? Silky smooth. Top, bottom or verse? Verse. Nicki Minaj or Megan Thee Stallion? Oh, Nicki. Pick one word to sum up your next uh, coming up. Pick, sorry, pick one word to sum up your coming out experience. Hectic. Lace, satin or leather? Leather. Have you ever accidentally worn your underwear inside out all day? Yes. Lights on or off? Off. Random thing in your underwear drawer? Blue. What's your favorite black LGBTQ anthem? Ooh. Anything with Gaga. Oh, yeah. describe your ideal pride um, parade outfit in one word. A singlet. <laughs> if you could choose one word to represent your dream LGBTQ plus vacation destination, what would it be? Oh, thinking. I would say Tulum. Wet or dry? Wet. Spit or swallow? Oh, spit. That has been Derek. Everybody, <laughs> give it up for Derek. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It was such a pleasure to get to know you, get your energy. I fucking loved it. And sharing all of what you've shared with us today. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you for having me. Of course, anytime. <laughs> Guys, tune in to next week's episode. We've got another special guest coming for you. Make sure you follow Derek and all of the socials. Um, you probably would have missed the pop-up. If you haven't, get down to the pop-up if this comes out on Saturday morning, which I can try. I can really try and get it out. Um, but yeah, thank you again, Derek, for coming on. Make sure you guys send in your questions. Is there anything else you want to say before we jump out the studio, Derek? Uh, thank you for having me again. And of course, man. I appreciate the support of everyone. Ricardo Ware, um, and I can't wait to you guys see what I have coming next. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you again. I'm your host, Miles Hart, and you've been listening to the podcast that is known of Home of Melanin Magnificence and Kingdom of Belts. This has been Get the Belt. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.